When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baby, we got that good, good goss for the new year. Uh, Are you ready to talk some shit with your sister this week? You know I am. (laughs) From airport outbursts to being decorated with accolades and trophies. From gay prime ministers to ex-cons on social media. All the way to critiquing Bendy Straw usage strategies. We're getting into it all today on Hot Goss. It's a new year, so you know what that means. This goss is new goss. It's fresh goss. It's hot Hot goss. Hot goss. We'll give it to you here. Give it here. Give it here. Oh, yes. Let's start the show. That's hot goss. M. Oh. M. Mom. Welcome back for another steaming, steaming piping, piping, scalding, scalding serving of hot ah, This is our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, Lines. gossip and politics, and take a deep dive hey, into the DMs. Let's get into some hot, hot gossip. Well. Um, we're um, back. We're back. And, you know, the, the year has been wet so far. The grandfather clock is soaked. The mother clock is soaked. Um, with, ta- with talent, because there's drag all over in 2024 already. Tons of it. What's the she, tea, Christine? She shitted in the mother toilet, I fear. <laughs> she clogged it, and now there's mother water all over the place. <laughs> how, she how hijacked was... the mother plane and drove it straight into the cunt trade centers on Slay Timber 11th. Have Ooh. you seen this trend? No. Are, are you mothering? No, it's a trend of like how to say like mothering in the most like disgusting and obscene and like verbose kind of ways. Oh, okay. She did too much keta mother and overslayed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So stupid. I don't know about that one. Anyway, um, what's going on? How was your um holiday season? It was um uh, full. I got to perform in Titanic and do nine shows a week for the holiday seasons mostly. And is then your I heart pl- full? It is. And so is my brain because starting Friday, I flew down to Florida, did Wilton Manors on Friday night, which was really Saturday morning, 2.15 a.m. I went on. Oh yeah, nice early show time there. Yeah, and as they say, oh, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes club managers do like a Wikipedia entry on the flyer of all this stuff. And you're just like, 
does that have to be on there? They're like, we do it for all the girls. But when they intro you and then they're like, oh, she's got a million followers. Like, shut up. Nobody cares. They're here to see a show. When they introduce you and they say, ladies and gentlemen, already the binary. But then yeah, they say, like then they say William. <laughs> and Stop. then... And then they look, and then as you're walking on stage, you see the 16 foot screen behind you that says, William. William. And then you, and then you go, your name. you go on to enchant the crowd and sing in Spanish and English. She's mm. the Duolingo doll. Um, and then the sh- it's like around 3, 3.30, you get back to the hotel. You're at the airport by 5.30. You're back in New York by... 11 a.m., then you do two Titanic shows, and then you go out that night to Balcon to see Kimmy Moore because she's a diva and she's amazing. And then you come home, do two more Titanic shows, show number 108 and 109 for me. And then after that, you go out again to High Note and party, party, party. And then you And then come... get a face tattoo. <laughs> I got a finger tattoo. Oh, um, a finger uh, tattoo. Uh, of a face. So, yeah. I did say I was going to get a face tattoo in New York, so I kind of did a smiley face. Oh, it's a smiley face on your middle finger. RuPaul will love to see that. <laughs> I, I got it. I have a conversation with her. Actually, RuPaul and I are friends this year. Oh, new year, new you. N- new year, new Ru. Because oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not changing. Hopefully she will, and she'll realize that I'm an okay. asset to anything you put me on, mama. So you're done with Titanic. Congratulations. Thank you so much. She's done. The last performance was great. You know the part where Celine throws the necklace at the end? The giant necklace? Yeah. The person who was in the seat to catch it, there was nobody in either of those seats. So she threw it a little further, and the gentleman just happened to turn his head at the right moment, and he got clocked in the temple, mama. We... It is the best thing I've ever seen while on a stage. We all lost it. Our pussies fell out. We had to surgically re-adhere them to ourselves. It was the funniest thing in the world. Wow. I I just have so many great memories of New York. I'm so thankful that all the girls here were nice to me um, because I'm shy. You're a New York girl now. I am, yeah. Yeah. I'm a a Brooklyn baby. From the Uh, T train to the L train to the TS. <laughs> uh, I took the I took the DL ferry. You take the B to the B to the L, and then you get off at FFS. Oh, honey, station. everybody gets off. Um, it costs our, extra. How was your holiday, Shijon? Did you? Oh, it was you had wonderful. your ear, you had your hometown show in Erie, right? <clears throat> yeah. How did that, that was, go? That was really special. That was it. Was just like wonderful to get to do like a theater show that my grandma could come to and like sit down and she have any notes no she just loved it she was just like she was she just couldn't she couldn't stop raving about it she just couldn't believe that you know she couldn't believe her eyes she loved it so much i was so happy did you let her try in a wig uh, no, never done that. My wigs are really heavy. I don't think it would be good for her, like, skeleton. You don't want to get mama on drag? Uh, I already did that once. Oh, I already got my mom in drag. We won't talk about that. A little uh, bit of rough. Excuse A little me. bit of a rough spot. <laughs> excuse <laughs> me. I gave her the good wig. Well, she didn't win. Um, <laughs> tra- traveling around. Oh, oh. Wow. You fucking bitch. Wow. 
Why don't Coming you go out. do drag? Let's see how you look. I've been asking. I mean, do it yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know how travel around the holidays can get very tense and stressful. And there was an example of that that everybody is obsessed with. Um, because it was two, what I would, I don't know who's topping in this relationship. I'll tell you that. But it's two gay men that are just trying to get home over the river and through the woods. And they're in an airline and um, they're having an issue with who's ever behind the desk. Now, these are not Delta Diamond Dolls. I can tell you the reason for all of this. Tell me. The reason is because they're flying American Airlines. I feel like anyone who has flown American Airlines has had an experience like this where they just were literally once on American Airlines. It was like a whole bunch of fly. I'm siding with the Shelby and Dolly gays in this Mm -hmm. because I have been this person. Not necessarily necessarily as loud or telling a woman in a wheelchair to go fuck herself. Like, I've never done that. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) But like, literally American Airlines was like, it was like the promoter had bought me like a first class ticket. And then they were like, oh, the the flight um, is changed. So you're not in first class anymore. And it was like a really long flight. I had been flying a lot. And I was like, so looking forward to this moment. I was like, what? You can't just like change the seat. But they can. And that's what American Airlines does. And you know what they say? They say a ticketed seat does not guarantee that you will be in that seat. That's what the that's what the quote was last time that I flew American, and it's why I'll never fly American again. And it sucks I, to, when it sucks to do gigs in Texas when you have to fly you have to, yeah. anybody because Delta doesn't really uh, cover Texas as well as they should. They don't see her. They don't see her, Helen Keller. My, I have been flying American, so you know I don't practice what I preach, but I did steal a glass once from them which was gratifying. But I've been flying them because, especially on my val- or my Christmas tour, we did a lot of different airline flying because we wanted nonstop flights. So we didn't have to like do the connection game because we mm. were going all over the place. So I have been flying American a lot and actually the experience has been okay. I haven't had a Shelby and Dolly meltdown recently. Good is good. Is good. Shelby and Dolly. Don't forget your girls. Think of the girls. Some of the girls. We want to uh, end this segment with a little rainbow spotlight. Mm-hmm. Deep friend of the pod, Boy Radio, has a hot new song called Himbo. Himbo. So why don't we take a listen with our legs akimbo? And we'll be taking a listen to Himbo. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go dumb. I'm gonna go himbo. I'm gonna get super dumb. That what y'all into? Look at my thighs, how they jiggle. I'ma go, uh, I'ma go, uh, I'ma go, I'ma go himbo. Watch me, I'ma go dumb, I'ma go himbo. I'ma get super dumb. That what y'all into? Look at my thighs, how they jiggle. I'ma go, uh, I'ma go, uh, I'ma go, I'ma go himbo. Watch me, I'ma go dumb, I'ma go himbo. Isn't that what y'all into? I'ma wear like little daddy shorts, talk about sports like how them boys do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'ma take a pic cause my dick look cute like some of them boys do Isn't that what them boys do? Yeah, I'ma do kicks on them, post flicks on them When I pump my tits on a bench press on them Count on them on a one, two, three, four rep kind of flow Wet from my jock in the back, I'm a dream, I'm a snack I'm a king, I'm a beast, let's go You love it when I talk like that, like he's on a track On a beat like that, like that Hold on to your nuts, we bout to go dumb I'ma go himbo I'ma get super dumb this episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, 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 box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Look at that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Uh, have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for That's a while good. because there's so many different choices. Like, you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
We are back. Oh, it's award season. Oh. Remember that year when we all said the Golden Globes was terrible and now the Golden Globes are back and we like them again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's perplexing that they um it's all publicity darling and it's bad publicity. You won't you be using my good name. Uh, I'll sue the fool. Um well, it's not surprising that RuPaul's Drag Race won for uh, the Emmys for Outstanding Hosts. But what most people will also not be shocked with is it won for Outstanding Editing for a structured reality or competition program. And that's a little bit of a surprise to me because is it structured? Because the judges kind of like judge. It's not like it's a fair game where it's a competition, an actual competition, like that a winner can be ruled upon unanimously by everybody based on performance. You know what I mean? I didn't mean? know there was editing on Drag Race. Yeah, they are, and the editors are Jamie Martin, Paul Cross, Ryan Malik, and Michael Roja. So There's I'd like editing? To, yeah, I'd like to congratulate. There's a whole department, a slew. I didn't know not, that. Not a slew foot, a slew of editors just were awarded their Emmys for four men, none of whom do drag. Um, oh, and right. they also won production design for a variety reality or competition series. Gianna Costa and Allison Spain were the production designer and art director who were awarded for that. So this is three Emmys for the show. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. One for production design last year, not this year. But they were nominated. I also want to say a congratulations to We Are Here, who won for costume design and hair and makeup. Marco, yes. Marco. Yes. Yes. Emiana Dupree. Domino. Uh, the Wigs and Grace girls. So fierce, bitch. And a, dis- a display of finery throughout the kingdom for the girls. Uh, Davina That's Joy Randolph so won a Golden Globe. Uh, Emma Snatch Stone. Those fucking trophies, ladies. That's fucking major. It really is. Um, Variety said RuPaul, the host of RuPaul's Drag Race, has won the Emmy for Outstanding Host for a Reality Competition Program and continues to reign as the most awarded host in Emmy's history. This marks the eighth consecutive win for RuPaul, who also holds the record for most wins by a person of color. Honey, uh-huh. it's her moment. We live. Who's going to do it better? Who? Nobody so far. That photo Mm. edit, photo choice in Variety Magazine. You are so fired up about this. Variety decided to use a picture of RuPaul from the main stage from season three uh, as their promo picture to talk about her uh, eighth consecutive win. Who makes that choice? I don't know. There... There is a baboon with oven mitts on who is in charge of choosing the Wikipedia picture and the the picture to go with any article anywhere ever. It, no publication is safe. They never pick the right picture. It's always wrong. You know what ain't wrong? RuPaul's face and head. I don't know. I've, nev- I've never had the experience of meeting all of those. But Miss Gypsy Rose Blanchard is out of prison, and I'm sure she will be on Drag Race as a judge very soon. Do we think? I think that's her car right now. Oh, 
girl, come on. If 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 we, they can get a pop culture icon that has nothing to do with drag, of course they'll do it. Uh, I recently rewatched the um, documentary about her story. I've never and... seen any of it. So what happened? She killed her mom, or her husband killed her mom? And uh, is this still the guy she's married to? Sh- no, she was. <laughs> uh, as a child, her mother told her that you have leukemia and you have illnesses. And so she sort of kept her, uh, like, with a shaved head. She got her teeth pulled out. She kept injecting her and giving her medicine that she didn't need to keep her, like, tired and sluggish. And perpetrated this scheme on the world to get, like, free stuff. Ooh, and also her mom was, like, really controlling and really, like, toxic and kind of horrible and abusive, very abusive. And so Gypsy Rose Blanchard eventually, like, started dating this guy who was kind of unstable. But she was like, yeah, my mom's, like, abusing me. Like, I wish I could just be free of this. And so he was like, okay, say no more. And killed her mom. And... So they both went to jail, but he's, I think, going to be in jail probably his whole life. But she got out after, like, eight years. She got out and she got a publicist, it looks like, because she's making the rounds. She's all over. Uh, she's on The View. I saw this thing on The View where Joy was like, well, it's not that bad what you did. And then she's like, oh, wait, that part. Yeah, you murdered your mom. Joy was slipping a little bit, but they were talking. Somebody was ragging on her man on the internet, and she wrote back, the D is fire. So I'm glad she's getting what she wants. She did not say that. Yes, she She did. She sure did. Yes, she did. (laughs) And then he commented underneath it, come and get it, baby, whenever you're ready. Like, he was in the other room, and they were just, like, playing on Instagram. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so fierce. (laughs) Well, I'm happy. I'm happy she's getting it, getting that um, Puswatcha pounded. She's gonna put out a book, I believe. But uh, here's the thing: it's illegal to make money off of a crime that you committed. I think she has a very compelling story, aside from the murder itself. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, and obviously has a huge sort of following, just because she's she's a very unique. Uh, Person. Unique, yeah, and Unique. has had quite a fucking crazy life. What's it called? Munchausen syndrome when you think yeah. you're sick and you're not. Well, no, munch- that's like the parent in like inflicts illness on someone who isn't sick Which or the guardian. They refer to as Munchausen by proxy because yeah. her mom was convincing her that she was sick and had cancer and leukemia. I think I'm yeah. using a proxy server right now. And I think that it was, you know, I mean, it, it. I immediately am like, well, should we be like glorifying someone who like murdered someone? And it's like, it's sort of, I mean, she was in a really, really abusive relationship and it was sort of like self-defense, I, I think. It was like she had yeah. to do something to get out. Uh, yeah, what was she supposed to do? Just call the authorities? The authorities had been called, and every single time the the mother was would lie to them, and so, you know, so the police 
didn't do anything. Oh. Got it. Well, good for her. Taking control uh, of her destiny. Destiny Brooks. Destiny Rubino. Destiny intervened. Remember Destiny with the blue contacts from back in the day? Pretty girl. Do 340. Pomona. Beautiful. Sure. Remember Destiny? You'd know where if you saw her. Did she ever intervene? No. She never did? That's never, all that Destiny needs to do. She never had a child either. She... <laughs> Gemini's twin. (laughs) (laughs) Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. She sued the fool. She sued the fool. She will sue the fool. Good. I love litigation. And anytime you can wear a hat and a power suit. Um, and you know what? I think I think it's I think it's a I think it's about time, based on your previous record, I think it's about time that you get a little taste of something else. <laughs> litigation Lopez. <laughs> Honestly, I've I I'm deaf. If someone attacked me like that on Iconic Justice, I'd be fighting back. Will you tell Alaska about that? What? So on this this judge uh, was presented with someone who wanted parole or a, a more lenient sentence for something that he'd done. He has had breaking and entering. He's had assault. He's had robbery. He's had a slew of charges, more than 10. And he was saying he did not mean to do bad and he's off drugs now and he's doing better. And when she, when she said, I think it's time that you get a taste of something else, meaning not leniency and jail time. This man, he superman these hoes. He he cleared the desk. He jumped up from behind, cleared her her what's it called? A pundit, a poop a, a poop a podium. Podium and a, grabbed her by the hair and started the judge? beating on 
Yes. Yep. It started beating on her for a good 10, 15 seconds. Meanwhile, the bailiff, all these other people were useless until some, o- some other court person was able to get him off of her. But like, it was shocking that he made it. He, super- he literally soldier boyed right over the desk and got this woman and made his feelings clear on what she was ruling. Oh and since then, she's grievously injured, but not dead. But he made her, she, the judge, made the defendant come back to her prison with a bag on his head, like to protect from spit and bodily fluids escaping, and a Hannibal Lecter mask. Mm. So she could rule and tell him what she was thinking again. Fuck. He is not going to see the outside of a prison for a long time. That's scary. Yeah, it really is. Um, but you know what's scarier? The political climate in the world. So, this is the moment where we say, let's, let's get, get political, political. Political. I want to get, get political. political. Let me The news from Paris. Gabrielle Attal was named Tuesday as France's youngest ever prime minister as President Emmanuel Macron seeks a fresh start for the rest of his term amid growing political pressure from the far right. Attal is also France's first openly gay prime minister. So France has a president and a prime minister. Now, Attal, he's a former member of the Socialist Party. Which 34 years old. He's great at parties. Um, he joined Macron's newly created political movement in 2016 and was a government spokesperson from 2020 to 2022, which is a job that made him well-known to the French public. He was then named budget minister before appointed in July as education minister, one of the most prestigious positions in the French government because, you know, the children are our future. Teach them well, let them lead the way. Um, he was outed in 2018 when he was named a junior minister during Macron's first mandate, which, I mean, if you're on a date with a man, that if makes you're sense. you're on a man date, I mean... <laughs> they're they're going to figure it out one way or another. Um, his first move following his appointment as education minister last year was to ban the Muslim abaya dress in state schools, earning himself a popularity boost amongst many conservative voters, despite his hailing from the left. Why is he going to outlaw some kind of Muslim garments? There's a lot of anti-Muslim sentiment over there because... Um, People are racist, but also a lot of the the old people that are in England and France and conservatives, they don't like the refugees from uh, countries where they've been displaced coming in there because they say it increases bad things happening in their country. And what I'm the not fuck? I'm not sure of the validity of that, but it is racist. Um, and this I'm guy, googling what Muslim Abaya dress is. What's wrong with that? It's fucking clothes. Are you kidding? That is some racist ass shit. I don't care if you're gay in 34. I mean, just because you're gay doesn't mean you should have blind support of whatever candidates. Look at George Santos, you know? Like, he's not doing anything good. Look at Aaron Schock. Like, none of them are doing anything good for us. So it is, um, it just shows that, like, you know, gay people can be trash too. Yes, and I think it, can be a ploy that can be used by, you know, conservatives or whatever, because they're like, well, gay people rally around their their community. So, like, we'll sneak someone gay in there, but who is completely whack in their fucking, you know, political beliefs. 
just so we can get them in office. Yeah, don't an do o- it. An office that gets redecorated like Downton Abbey, in Aaron Schock's case, using taxpayer money. Literally. That faggot. Hate him. Anyway, no loads for him. Well, turning to more bad news in the Middle East from CNN, there's been, um, I saw a meme that one in every 100 people in Gaza has been killed, but one in every 10 journalists in Gaza has been killed. So now is not the time to be a journalist in the Middle East if you're over there on the ground, because it's dangerous. The Palestinian Ministry of Health in Ramallah announced in its daily update on Monday this week that at least 22,835 people have been killed in the besieged enclave since the beginning of the war. That staggering death toll means that 1% of the total pre-war population of 2.27 million people has now been wiped out. The Palestinian Ministry of Health said that more than 5,300 of the dead are women in and more than 9,000 were children. With the pre-war child population of Gaza at about 1.1 million, according to UNICEF, that means that one out of every approximately 120 children living there has been killed. A separate statistic released by the international organization Save the Children said that more than 10 children on average have have lost one or both of their legs every day in Gaza since October. I mean, this is, it's just like, you can't even, you can't even wrap your head around it. It's, it's uh, atrocious. Yeah, and it really it's heartbreaking is. and it's horrible. Um, what you can do is you can let your elected officials know where you stand and um, go to ceasefiretoday.com so you can get your elected officials to know that you don't support what's going on, that America is helping fund all of this atrocity. And that's all that we have to know how to do right now. And America can't have fucking universal health care, but it can send billions of dollars overseas to do this. And that, that is fucked up. And that's, that needs to stop now. Period. So go to ceasefiretoday.com and find out how you can help. And we'll be right back. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood... Check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint. It's the name of two months and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Ooh, girl. Bloop. Bloop. 
The stalagmites bloop, are dripping. Bloop, bloop. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's a night-seeking heron. Uh, this, this is the moment where we go... Why don't you uh, read this? Sure, this comes from LED. I thought it was LED, but okay. It could be, I don't know. If it was LED, it should have periods between it. Period. Period. Hey, Alaska, Willem, and Big Dip Dip. Long time, first time. I'm a drag queen nearing my mid-30s who's been at it for eight plus years. I'm slowly becoming a bit worried about the longevity of having working opportunities while not being a reality TV show alumni. I religiously love and watch Dragula and Drag Race, but would never apply, let alone get cast, as I know that off the stage and in private, I'm super self-critical and insecure. I wouldn't have the requirement to go in thinking I could win, which I think everybody's kind of got to have before applying, unless they have a pre-booked Jersey Shore musical in New York. Wow. Is that wow. I feel seen. The point of me bringing this all up is the opportunities are limited in my city already. And while I'm in a small network of drag artists who work weekly, I still require a day job to self-sustain. I'm starting to feel worried that these opportunities are going to start to dissolve as I'm one of the few in this network without the Rue Girl moniker. Do I just shut the fuck up, be grateful for what I've got now, and if the worst case happens, just stay doing drag for the love of it, weekly checks or not? I suppose my dumbass kind of answered my own question there, but do y'all have any takes or words of encouragement? Am I a paranoid dum-dum? Probably. Love y'all and will probably heed your advice, so please don't tell me to quit drag. Attached are some recent drick pics for priority boarding and a photo from when I met Willem at Chromatica last year. She got into the photo before I even finished asking her for it. William, William, <laughs> Willem, your beatdown on Stylish is why I started watching Drag Race. Alaska, I have seen and loved you on tour multiple times in Big Dipper. Love Sloppy Seconds. Love y'all so much. Goodbye. Uh, not to confuse mom properties. Oh, so that was... The Wicked Goodbye. One. Sorry about that. Uh, from... Lengthy email diva. And that's not all that's lengthy. <laughs> because these pictures, baby. Oh my God. You know what? Okay. We might have a position at mom for him. <laughs> Listen. Is it top? Uh not for me personally. <laughs> the dick is long. It I thought we could use this straight... as like an antenna to get better reception. It's it straight downward. Um I love that in the first picture, he's, like, cupping his dick and covering it. Like, oh, I'm being shy. Just and a then little like, handful. Then the second and third picture are just, like, whoop. It's pointing downward and almost makes it to the knees. I'll just say that. Uh, and this, your hair is he... really nice. I like. Oh, my this... God. And he's uncut? Oh, I, I like it. this blonde uh, hair. Your hair is really nice. But it, uh, here's and the she... thing. Shaved pubes with no razor burn. How do you do that? That, honey, miracles never cease. Uh, here's the thing. Live and breathe I, and walk and talk and dick and miracle. I was listening to your email, and it sounds like a lot of, like, excuses. It's like, oh, like, everyone ha has been on Drag Race except me, and oh, I'm too old, and oh, I live in a small town where there's no opportunities. It's like, if... 
doing drag, I feel like Michelle Visage talking to Shangela, is doing drag what you really want to be doing? Uh, if you want to do drag, then you will do it. Like you, you, there are no opportunities that are handed out, you know, just because you're symmetrical and have a huge dick. There are no opportunities that are guaranteed to you. You also undercut your own opportunities by not auditioning for Drag Race. So you're saying in the same sentence, I feel really, you know, I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I'm not on Drag Race, but I'm never going to audition for Drag Race and have never tried to be on Drag Race. So like, I don't understand. It sounds like a lot of like excuses and like, so like, if you don't want to do drag, like then don't do it. And if you do want to do it, then you will do it. I think he's recognizing that he, he wouldn't be a good or the best version of himself if he were to do it because he is very insecure and has anxiety or whatever. They're great at drag. I remember them meeting them at Chromatica and I see a picture of us here where we look beautiful. Um, yeah, she looks cool in drag. There are drag queens who have come to prominence or who have raised their notoriety and been able to get bookings elsewhere without doing Drag Race. Some requires, of the best. It requires a pop culture moment, like a, a hit song or like, um, you know, Bussy Queen, the uh, the one who's like busy. who's like, I'm a busy drag queen from Vancouver. Like mm -hmm. everybody knows who they are, I feel like, in the drag world. Um, I wish I could give you better advice. I, I just say, if you're good at doing what you're doing and you're still getting booked, be happy and everything. But if you don't want to go to the next echelon or try to get there, you don't have to, but you should recognize that um, other people, even though you're good, other people will surpass you that may not have surpassed you if it weren't for Drag Race. Like, girls on Drag Race, you're going to get at least one booking from almost every club that you want to get if your price is right. And then it's up to you to be good at that booking so you get another one. Because it's just, you know, some clubs want to want to have every girl through at least once, even if they aren't talented. They're just being on TV is enough sometimes. But, like, getting the next booking, that's when you actually, actually have to be good or have people want to meet you again. So I'm not sure really what to tell you. I, wish I would I say be grateful for the situation that you have at present because having a weekly drag show and you actually get paid and having a steady, stable job, that's like kind of a really great like setup. And and so don't scoff at it and don't like, don't be, don't beat yourself up and be like, oh, I wish I could be doing more because that's actually like a really kind of like dream situation for a lot of people who don't have that. You could beat and me up with this dick. dick. This dick, yeah, so. honestly. What if, here's my idea. What if you got that giant penis in drag and had that as a mini version of your drag and then you did like a puppet show with the dick and then you had like a whole conversation with the dick about like, I don't know if we're good enough. I don't Hello, know if we're good enough. I'm cock. I'm cockney act. <laughs> I think I think you can find an advantage to using whatever is your strongest asset, which the face is there, the body's cute, but the dick. Use use what is unique to you to succeed and help your drag somehow. And if that's ass to mouth or puppetry and of the also, penis. Also, you don't you just you said, oh, like you can rise to notoriety or whatever if you haven't been on drag race. But also, those people who have names for themselves just 
have done it. They continue to do it. And you, you know, it's like you continue just like plugging away at it. Just keep doing the fucking thing. Yeah, like Don't. look at Shaqu- look at Shaquita. She's an opera singing, um, yeah, like Glamazonian beauty who's been working for years. Anyway, next message comes from Nick. Dearest Alaskan teen Trinta, Wilhelmina Moonstrina, and Big Dipper Onielintra. I'm going to save you orally resuscitate me twice a week spiel for a poignant question. I've been deep diving into the archives, and while listening to the May 1st, 2019 episode, because I've been Pavlovianly conditioned to your soundboard, sad, my sense memory was piqued by Alaska's All Right at 107.10. Was Mother referencing Alaska when she dropped her iconic All Right years later in season 15, thus confirming she is an avid friend of the pod? Or was Alaska sent from the future to save us all? Or was Alaska sent from the future to kill us all? Fingers crossed later. I've attached the evidence below. Anyway, brevity is a virtue. Thanks for keeping our trough filled. You girls really know how to make heaven out of hell. Thank you thank you all too, too much. Nick from Chicago. Priority boarding. My dick's fine, but this oh one's God. more fun. Here's the dick of this straight daddy who I let give me lockjaw every Mom. couple weeks. Singer's tip. Incredible stretch for the soft palate. Willem, I know you know, bitch. That's all. Love you girls so much, I could just pluck out my eyeballs. Jesus Christ. That is a hateful, hurtful... They could have put. Stock. They could have nailed him to this. Yeah, obviously, it's big enough for two, and maybe hit the three thieves. However many people Jesus died with, I don't know. So what does he want? Do you have oh. the clip in question? So clip show, clip show. <laughs> Nick, Nick, our writer has already clipped these back to back. So you're gonna hear Alaska say "all right," which predated Rue saying "all right" to Sasha Colby. Oh no, she didn't say it to Sasha Colby. She just said it on season fifteen. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're just fags. That's how fags talk. Fags can be so bitchy. (laughs) All I know how to do is take off my clothes. I think that it's just a coincidence. I am not Sarah Connor sent back from the future in Terminator 2. T2. T-Girl 2. I would like to meet this the person t- in the, the picture. T-5000. <laughs> what? I would like to meet this person in the picture. Girl, that could probably be arranged. You are a singer and he likes singers. Stretch my soft palate, baby. La 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 la. La 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 Put a cock in it, literally. Oh my God. Thank you, Shirley Ralph. <laughs> to improve your enunciation. <laughs> Honey. If you can make a full sentence and people understand you while you have that in your mouth, honey, your pronunciation is going to be just fine, mama. Mm. Do you want to read the final lesson or are you salivating? I'm still cock- I'm still uh, gooning and baiting. Cockmatized. To me, you know the dick is good, that it's like a blurry, unfocused photo. Trade always sends like just awful pictures. Honey. This is not, this is not trade. You I'll don't want them misusing. for the fucking photography skills, bitch. You want you want clear? Go to glamour shots. <laughs> Could you imagine what is if this, you tried Willem, to get if your... this is not trade? 
trade is sex that can be had from an individual who has something to trade, as in drugs, money, protection, housing. That is the definition of trade. Someone who does... How does the world use it now? You don't think the definition has shifted over time, even though incorrectly? If people use it wrong, that's on them. I'm a historian. Gen Z say, oh, that's so aesthetic. You know what? Yeah. That doesn't have the riz it needs for me. Like, people Stop can say capping. whatever they want. <laughs> Stop no cap. capping. No wig cap? No try-on fee? $2. <laughs> no cap. Girl, that, that's, that was trade back in the day. So, this letter comes from B. Hello, Lasky, tight M, and big D. Tight M. Tight M. I don't get it. First time writer, inaugural listener, check the Spotify receipts. Wanted to write in and call out all these girls getting messy and their straws showed it untucked. As a native Floridian and longtime drinker, a girl who knows how to twirl a bendy straw goes a long way. Our heel clanking queen from Vegas knows what's up. Miss Mirage was the only girl to twirl the straw in an appealing manner. Michelle <laughs> called her performance messy, but she's the only one that paid attention to the details that matter. Should straw flexibility be accounted into the ratings or are the messy straw girls teaming up on my queen? No nudes as I'm in a committed relationship, but here are some straw picks to show you my passion for straw aesthetic. That's no so turtle. Aesthetic. No turtles were harmed in the making of this excellence. Best be from Florida. What the fuck? Why would you do that to a straw? I'm not sure what straw action they're talking about in Untucked. I'll pull up a, a video here. I do I, recall one of the girls saying, I can't finish that to the House of Love cocktail. Amanda. Well, you know why. You know why. Because the drink is disgusting. <laughs> mm-hmm. That being said, if they would love to advertise on our podcast, I yeah. would love to do a tasting. Mm-hmm. And I would and gladly I come butt- around. I would gladly butt chug all. Maybe I should do that. I should butt chug House of Love as a taste test. New content. New oh content. God. And I'll and I'll mouth chug it. Atta girl. So Maybe- I don't mind drinking things that taste bad if they make me drunk. You can see in the back here, Mirage's bendy straw has a tight curl on it. Is okay. that? So- is that so it doesn't get lost in the cup or so you can find it easily? Well, think, or, look how, yeah, look how hard it is to sort of get at. I think it's, bendy. yes, I think it's just an improper use of a bendy straw that's that long. I think it's meant to be curled over onto itself. Uh, and also. I've never taken umbrage with Michelle Visage's judging critiques on Drag Race, but... I did. She called Amanda messy, and for me... No, she called Mirage messy. Oh, yeah, and for me, that performance wasn't messy. And if Michelle wants to see messy, she can look at her looks from some okay. of the, the previous seasons. Because what she Michelle didn't exactly said. have it together in TV ready either. We should have she, talked about this on Race Chaser, but who cares? Here's a she was ready for radio, Mama. You, it, Michelle said, if you would have done that performance twice, they would have been different each time. And I'm sort of like... And? It would yeah. have been spectacular both times, but... Barbara Streisand never sings the, the song the same twice. Like, like often, 
artists feel in the moment and things do change. I don't think that makes her messy, especially since that performance is probably the most memorable and memeable from the entire talent show. And listen, I saw Michelle Michelle Visage sing Am I Losing My Mind from Follies on Bots. And once you've seen that once, you don't need to see it twice. So like... If, if, oh, don't come for the voice. She sounds lovely. No, I can because it wasn't entertaining. I'm not coming for the voice. She just because you can hit the notes doesn't mean you should, and okay. or that anybody would want to hear it. Okay. She doesn't like me. I don't like her, and I'm allowed to say facts. Nobody wants to hear a woman do a ballad at a drag show as the second to last so number. True. So true. Okay, so if a you, lot if you, of people loved it. Okay, so if we ask our listeners, listeners. What would you rather see before the last number of a drag show? Would you rather see a high-energy drag queen? I would pay dollars to see Michelle Visage sing a song at the end of a fucking drag show. Uh, I would. And Well, was she using a British accent, too? (laughs) Because you'd have to pay extra for that. Uh, I I would. No, you'd have to pay extra to me to tolerate that. Because her accent was horrible (laughs) on that Jamie show. Terrible. And they tried to let her be... Yeah, girl. everybody's talking about Jajama. Michelle isn't is a is a judge on a show who gives her opinion, which is a Simon Cowell dissenting opinion at times, and I don't always agree with it. And Dissent I'm allowed to bird? say <laughs> I uh I do love a scent bird. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening to this very special oh, New Year edition oh. of Hi guys. guys. And remember, please take a moment to rate and review our show on your podcast apps. This has been RuPaul's Best Friend Race. And to sign up for Mom Plus and Mom Plus Gold, visit mompodcasts.plus. And shout out to all of our Mom Plus Gold subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the good pussy paywall. And a bunch of you joined over the holiday break and we're excited to share all of our new fun 2024 content with you this month. Follow us on Instagram at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 at Race Chaser Prod at Mom Podcasts. Stay safe out there, everyone, except if you're raw dogging. And we'll be back next week with another steaming, piping, scalding, serving of To get access to our monthly video episodes and tons of bonus content, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Alaska, Big Dipper, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. Who, me? Who, me?